Live from Big 12 Media Days, we are so fired up to be here. It's going to be a great couple of days in Arlington, and we're extra excited to say hello to Sam Acho. You know him well from his days with the Texas Longhorns. We're here talking to Sam about the All-State AFCA Good Works team. Sam, you were on that team. I don't want to date you, but that was uh, almost 15 years ago. Uh, a, a little over 10. Let's okay. not go almost 15. All right. Let's All right. go yeah. a, a little over meet, 10. Meet me in the middle. Fine. A little over 10 years ago, you were on the All-State uh, Good Works team. So that's really a community-based award. What did that award mean to you? I mean, all the on the field accolades are one thing, but off the field, getting this community based award from Allstate, what is that like? Well, it meant everything to me. And so, obviously, as football players, we want to be the best we can be on the field. We also are human beings as well who care about issues off the field as well. So, being able to be nomin- one of the members of the Allstate AFCA Good Works team meant everything to me because not only did it acknowledge my good work as a football player, but more so, what are you doing for your community? Whether it be Austin, Texas, or even my family, we're from Nigeria, did a lot of work in Nigeria. So like, that's what meant a lot to me as a player back in 2010, mm-hmm. being one of the members of the Allstate AFCA Good Works team. So now we've got uh, 10 Big 12 players nominated on that list. It just came out here recently. They'll announce it in September. What would you say to those guys who are on that list now and, and you know they're thinking about on the field, but let's not forget what's going on off the field as well. Yeah, I would say to the 10 nominees, at least the Big 12 nominees, double down on the work you're doing off the field as well of course your coaches are going to push you your teammates are going to push you you're going to push yourself on the field i will challenge each one of those 10 players from the big 12 who are nominated for the all-state afca good works team to double down off the field as well because being a part of that team being a part of the like there's 11 people in the fbs 11 in the in the, uh, lower divisions mm-hmm. it's it's one of the honors that you go like i still have the award at my house oh, uh, okay. back in dallas cool. right it's one of those things yeah. where it's like it's a it's a uh, prestigious group and so mm-hmm. i say for the players who are nominated from the big 12 double down now let's uh, talk a little on the field uh, texas your your alma mater are they back well it's funny i just i just walked in i just ran into quinn ewers and okay. I, I called one of their games actually two of their games last year and even the presence and the peace that you felt when i talked to him it was just different and so i'm not here to say whether they're back or they're not but even my experience with quinn just a few minutes ago was a different experience than I experienced last year interviewing him before games he's got this calm he's always been calm and confident but almost like this quiet confidence about him and so obviously a a second year in the program is going to help that more reps obviously help that another year under Sark's going to help that but I'm excited for what he's going to do on the field because he's experienced the highs the lows right was playing really well against Alabama then the injury happened then you've been out for a while mm-hmm. and you come back so I'm excited for not only Texas but excited excited for Quinn Ewers so you know as well as anybody that um everybody who plays Texas wants to be Texas right <laughs> I mean that's just a fact now you know that this is the last year for Texas in the Big 12 so I feel like that's going to be on steroids so <laughs> how, how do you knowing that last year in the Big 12 last year for all these other guys to play Texas to try to beat them how, how do you mentally if you're Texas how do you go into these games with that mindset well you already I mean, I'll try to fr- rephrase this, but you, you already have a target on your back. Yes. You're supposed to have a target yes. on your back. This is the University of Texas. And so it's, there should not be any extra motivation needed for you as a Texas Longhorn to play at your best. When I was playing, people gave us their best. In the interim, in the last 15 years, however you want to call it, right? It wasn't 15, but close. <laughs> close. Uh, people have been giving their best to Texas. You go back and say, man, I beat Texas. That's the thing. And so now just add that asterisk to it, right? Mm-hmm. Texas is leaving the Big 12. This may be the last chance you ever get a chance to play Texas. I remember when I was leaving college, we played A&M, and it was the penultimate year before A&M left the yes. Big 12. 
But I remember the feeling for some of the other players, man, we want to kick A&M out of the Big 12. Yes. I'm sure other teams in the Big 12 have that same feeling about Texas. We want to kick Texas. Mm-hmm. They want to kick Texas out of the Big 12. And yeah. so the star and the asterisk sh- sh- should be on your back. Mm-hmm. And so you should play up to those expectations. What do you, when you look at this conference, Texas was picked to win it before the season. But as you look at this league, the four new teams as well, I mean, you know the Big 12 as well as anybody. It has been a topsy-turvy couple of years. You can't predict this league. How do you try to predict it? If we're looking at Texas, who else would you put up there? Well, it's funny. We talk about TCU, and rightfully so. They yeah. were in the college football playoff. And TCU, this team, they were so great. We forgot they actually lost in the Big 12 championship. <laughs> Kansas State won the Big I 12. Know. I almost had to be reminded of that based off of just the expectations and, and the grandeur of what we saw last year from TCU, which is a really good football team. And obviously, I think the bigger story is look at what everyone is losing. Mm-hmm. So TCU, we'll start at Texas. Texas lost B.J. Robinson, a top 10 pick. Roshan Johnson, the mm-hmm. other running back. TCU, which had this great dominant performance, made the college football playoff. Off. They lose their quarterback. They lose. They lose their first-round pick wide receiver Quentin mm-hmm. Johnston. They lost a, a lot. So many players. And so uh, Kansas State. I think you'd think about them as this model of consistency. Mm-hmm. So obviously Will Howard coming back. They have a really good uh, young quarterback as well coming in. So look at Kansas State. I love the way that Kansas began last season as well. I think it was five and zero, if not six and zero. Lance Leipold's done a great job changing that program around. He did it at Buffalo. Did it at University of Wisconsin in Whitewater. So. I expect them to be good as well. But then you add in the BYUs, who they've been on the map and off the map, trying to get back, yeah. back on the map. And so, and then Oklahoma, you could say a rebuild. Obviously, last year they struggled, but I believe in what Oklahoma is trying to build. And so, it's to your point, such an up and down league. You don't know who's going to win it. So that's kind of the great part about this league. There's a lot of parity. Being a Texas guy through and through, uh, do you buy Joey McGuire stock at Texas Tech? I, I do. I, I'm, I'm picking up what Joey McGuire is okay. putting down on All buying right. stock. Based, not only based on the fact how they beat Texas last year, but even just the the confidence in which you – I don't, we saw that locker room speech afterwards. He almost yes. expected to win. And so that's how you should approach every game as a coach, no matter if you're playing the – biggest team or the way I expect to win and so I'm buying Joy McGuire and Texas Tech very cool now when you look at Sam some of the new teams you got Cincinnati UCF BYU and Houston of those four I mean who do you feel like is best set to compete in this conference well you get excited about a team like BYU just based off their physical style of football Uh, coach Satake obviously has been this guy that's like not necessarily old school but he's gonna run it run it as much as he wants to. Obviously, Jaron Hall last year at quarterback, they have ability to throw as well. They have a transfer in as well. And so I get excited about what BYU is going to be able to do. Cincinnati, Satterfield, new coach. We'll see how that transition comes in. I think they have, they'll have about 50 new players, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, don't quote me on that. But a lot of turnover in Cincinnati. Um, Houston didn't have as good of a year as you expected last year. And so uh, I would expect BYU to put up a fight. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting, right? UCF has some talent as well. So it'll be interesting who comes in and makes noise in the Big 12. It's just amazing because, you know, we talk about the four new teams, but then also you look at Oklahoma State, Bale, or Iowa State. They didn't live up to expectations last year, but you can make a case for or against any of those teams. I mean, this this league is so unpredictable. As a guy who covers the entire sport, is there a league more unpredictable than the Big 12? I'd argue no, and the only reason I'd argue no is that last year at this point, we were coming off a season in which Baylor won the Big 12, and we all I expected Baylor to compete yeah. again, and Baylor in a lot of ways fell off the map. No one, map, no one really expected Kansas to compete in the way that, in which they did, and so as far as parity, I think Big 12 is, is one of the most competitive conferences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you go, if you go down the list, right, SEC, you kind of have an idea who's going to win yeah. that year in and year out, and the Big 10, you pretty much know who's going to win that year in and year out, and Pac-12, they've pretty much had their powerhouses. Obviously, USC is coming back and they're leaving. But, um, yeah, I would say the Big 12 probably has the most parity 
ACC, you kind of have an idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say Big 12. What about NIL? I mean, it's obviously something that you didn't have. Um, now it's a whole new world. Yeah. You know, you, it started off as this idea of guys getting car deals, and now it's just straight pay to play. Do you think this is good for the future of the sport, or do you have concerns about it? I don't have too many concerns about NIL and what it does for the sport. I think I've seen we've seen NIL in, in this era the last year or so, and we've still seen the best teams play the best brand of football. And so, obviously, you hear guys like Nick Saban last year talking to teams saying, man, we can't compete, or paraphrasing, but hey, we can't compete with the NMs and all the money that they're getting, Texas A&M. Um, but at the end of the day, Saban had one of the top, you know, a couple first-round picks, a couple guys who you know, were number one overall and the top ten picks. And so... Um, I don't have an issue with NIL and what it's doing to, to college football. I think that um, players are really do uh, the money that I think they help their, their teams earn. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up just with how we started the conversation, the All-State AFCA uh, Good Works team that you were a part of. To guys maybe that want to be on that team, there's 10 Big 12 players on it this year uh, nominated. To guys that want to be on it next year, what would you say to them as, as they obviously focus on what they're doing on the field, but what else should they be thinking about off the field? I would tell the players who want to be nominated for the All-State AFCA Good Works team, I would just remind them that you are a comprehensive human. You are more than just a football player. We talk about more than an athlete, but like I think about me. I played nine years in the NFL. I won Big 12 Sports Person of the Year, Campbell Trophy, the Academic Cosman Trophy, the Warfel Trophy. But that All-State AFCA Good Works team is one of the mo- one of the best honors I could have ever received because that's coming with me still to this day. I still do work in, in nonprofit world, whether when I was with the Bears, now I'm in, in, in Texas doing nonprofit work locally, nationally internationally i would say that will carry you so much further than anything else will it's your character i think that's what speaks the most awesome sam Acho joining us here on the show sam great to have you on thanks so much thanks so much i'm pete mundo on heartlandcollegesports.com great to have sam Acho. hey if you like the conversation take a second out takes you 30 seconds leave a rating review subscribe to the show and if you do that, send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get you hooked up with a free Heartland College Sports koozie. We're live at Big 12 Media Days in Arlington, Texas, at Jerry World. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. We've got a ton of content on the Instagram stories. Uh, Acho did a fit check for us, if you know what that is. Go check it out there. Follow us on Instagram. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care.